0: Of the Lord be highly lifted up above every name. May your name be revealed in our hearts, O Lord, this very morning. May your people testify that indeed the Lord is with them. Father, I pray that Lord Almighty, your name alone be highly lifted up. Let every knee bow and every tongue confess that you are Lord. Let every burden that have have weighted your people down in the year 2019. Because of your might, because of your name, be lifted up, oh God. That every burden will cast out in Jesus' name. And your name shall be revealed among all above all names. We love you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. May the church say a big amen unto Jesus. Amen. Oh, shout a big amen unto Jesus. Amen. Uh, I don't know if you are getting too tired for Jesus. Oh, please you can have your seats. You know, nowadays. By the mercies of of God, I've been able to train my voice a little bit I can sing. Amen. Oh, you didn't give glory to Jesus for that. You should thank God that your pastor can sing. Because like I've always said, when I get to heaven, I'll be the choir director in heaven. Amen. So get used to the choir director of heaven today. Amen. Because me that you see me today, one day, when we get to heaven, how sweet it will be. Hey, and when you meet me there, and you meet your choir director of heaven, and you can testify. God, I thank you that was my pastor. That is the choir director. Among all singers. Among all singers. Ah, my God. Maybe you don't know why I want that promotion. But I know what that promotion does. You see, God dwells in the mix of his worship and praise. There is something about worshiping God that it, it just it just moves the heart of God. And I don't want to be on the sideline when it comes to my God. I want to be at the place where it moves my father's heart. You know what I mean? I don't want to just say that I was a believer, I believe in Jesus, and then I get to heaven and I say, This is my mansion. I want to be in the most secret place of the Most High God. Check yourself. Read Psalm 91. That's not my scripture today, but get there. Psalm 91. Work with me before I start reading it. Hallelujah. By the way, I'm glad to see everyone today. God bless you all. Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of who? You didn't hear me. Shall abide under the shadow of who? It means that there is a shadow that His presence brings. And when you are under the shadow of God, you don't need to physically know that He is here. The shadow itself gives you rest, gives you peace, gives you joy, Because greater is he who is in you than that that is of this world. So those who dwell in the secret place. Your secret place. Hallelujah. Maybe you think that it is your job and your income that has brought you this far. But I came to reveal a secret to you. It is not it. It ain't your degrees, it ain't anything else, but it's the grace and the mercy of God. Uh, I wish I had a church here today, just for today. Who knew how to just rejoice in God's presence? Because you have gone through 365 days. And and, and we, are, we are not almost, we are almost there. I don't know the calculations, but we're almost there. But you have gone through multiples and multiples of days in 2019, where some should have broken you down. But some way, somehow, you are still among the living today. If you know what God has done for you, I wish you can shout a big amen unto Jesus. You see why your amen can only, you know, just wake the, the devil up. It doesn't move the devil. It just wakes the devil up. Oh, there's noise. But you see, when you rise on your feet... Your lungs is able to expand to glorify God. Let everything that has breath praise Jehovah God. Praise Jehovah God. Let everything that has breath. Let everything that has breath. Let everything that has breath. My God. Oh no, you don't have to sit, you don't have to sit. Can okay, keep standing? Hallelujah. You see, there is an assignment of the, a pastor to always have. The pastor is never God, but his pastor is to lead the people to God. And I cannot allow you to go a certain way when it comes to your God. Listen, you have to have the attitude of how to worship this God. You have to know what it takes to worship this god it costs you nothing huh it costs you nothing so for you to just stand and make a joyful noise unto god it costs you nothing but what it brings to you is more than you could have ever asked of you did not get me it costs you nothing but what it brings to you is beyond what you could ever have asked of make a joyful noise unto jesus There is a song, I don't know if I know how to sing it well, but that's okay. Because we are in God's house. Amen. If I know how to sing it, amen. If I don't know how to sing it, amen. But it says, I have a father who will never, never fail me. I have a father. Oh, Jesus. Jesus is my
1: father. He will never, never fail Rock of, Rock of Ages Come on never, never I have a Father He will never, never fail I have a Father He will never, never fail Jesus is my Father He will never, never fail me Rock of I have a father, you would never, never, feel he would never, never, fail Jesus would never, never, feel he would never, never, fail of of never, never, he never, never, he would never, 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 he never, never, he never, never, he will never, never fail. never, never. I said we have a father. We have a father. He will never, never We fail. have a father. We a father. Hey. He will never, never fail. Whoa. Jesus is our father. He will never, never fail. Ah, rock, rock of he will never, never I fail. have a father. Have a father, I have a Father, he will never never fail. Jesus. Jesus is my Father, he will never never fail. Rock of, edges, he will never, never fail. Rock of ages, God never one Father. We have a Father. Never, never we have a Father, he will never never fail. We have a Father. we have a Father, he will never never fail. Jesus is my Father. He will, he will never, never, never fail. Rock of will never, never
0: fail. We have a father who never fail us. Yes, Lord. Tell your neighbor, you have a father who never fail you. Your parents will live and will go. But you have a father who is alive yesterday, today, and forever. Shout a big amen to Jesus. Please take your scriptures to the book of First Peter, chapter 5, verses 5 to 11. And as we have been privileged, the Lord has walked with us all these months, and we've been teaching on prayer, last week I ended with a message called, The Lord Hears Your Prayer. And indeed, God hears our prayer. But sometimes, because we human beings, we walk according to sight, not by faith. We fail to realize that God hears our prayer. But it is a joy to know that God hears our prayer. Hallelujah. This morning I want to speak on the title called, When You Get There. Tell your neighbor, when you get there. there. If your neighbor is not telling you, find another neighbor that's good. You You want neighbors that are going to be good to you. Say, "When when you get there. When you get there. Amen. Amen. First Peter chapter five, verses five, um, five to 11, and I read, "Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you now has changed from the younger people to everyone. All of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. That he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care on to, on, upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith. Know that the same suffering are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, I repeat, may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, established, strengthen, and settle you, to him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Many things that Apostle Peter has mentioned in here, And many things that we can take our time to really dissect on it To understand this very particular exhortation Because the apostle Peter was giving this exhortation to the entire church For a very particular reason Now I think that this particular exhortation carries so much weight But I I pray that God will just give us what he has meant for us today That when we get there because Apostle Paul was writing his letters to the church that when you come to the very place of your end, when you get into your situations, when you get there, when you get there, you see, this very exhortation described a very heavy fold, a big measure of what Christiandom or what Christians we are missing in our lives today. This entire thing I have read to us, it it, it really presents to us the reason why this exhortation had to come into being because the apostle wanted to encourage us that there is something greater in you being a Christian. But it's unfortunate that in this current time, we have failed to master this very particular message, the central message of this exhortation. And the central message of this exhortation that Apostle Peter made mention here was to talk about living a life full of grace. Can I say that again? The central message of this exhortation was about life full of grace. He said the God of all grace after you have suffered a while The God of all grace, not some grace, but all grace. Don't forget about this God. And what I love the most about this exhortation is that he did not just make it an exhortation just to hype us up. Because I believe that some of us, when it comes to the last Sunday of the year, we want a message to hype us up. But I want to let you know God wants to give us a word that will sustain us when we get there. Because when you get to 2020, the promise of God will not change. His promise is yes and amen. Amen. It is not now that God is going to make a promise concerning your life. God says he's going to bless you He has already said before time. So you don't need to convince God about blessing you. Because the Bible says that even whilst we were yet sinners, Christ still came to die for us. So at the end of the day, God does not move because we are moving. The promise is there. But when you get there, you got to know how to exercise and obtain the promise. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you get to 2020, I came to declare to you, yes, you shall be blessed. And I know people will say amen to that. Yes, you shall be victorious. And I wish somebody would stand on their feet and say amen. Yeah. Ah, when you get to 2020, ah, there is a sound of victory coming your way. Oh, yes. That is not new to God. No, it's not. It is not new to God. Do you think anything about God's promise is new to himself? He already knows. My nephew, he already knows. But the problem is that us when we get there in the promise, do we know that we have got it in the promise? Because sometimes that is why Apostle Paul had to reveal to us that the very two interesting things. He talks about suffering. Yeah, yeah. Suffering is part of the thing that comes in the midst of the promise but it cannot change the promise you didn't get to me let me preach to this church here suffering is what comes in the middle of the promise but it cannot change the promise because what he has said he will surely what do it did you hear me church yeah, 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 yeah. It is the suffering thing that sometimes we may go through in life. It, 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 is, it is things that sometimes, uh, you know, before you can get a food to get to a certain area, it has to go through different ingredients and different things for it to get to the where you can eat it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't mean that when, when everything is not adding up in the beginning, you can't add more salt and keep going. When it's not tasting the way you think it would need to taste, uh, it does not mean that's the end of the story. You just got to know what to add to it. And I'm going to teach you how to add it to it. Because the God of all grace. Hallelujah. So Apostle Peter, God bless him, was teaching us two very important keys this year. And I want to take the time to just deal with it. One about the suffering I just made mention of or the uncertainty of life that I just talked about. The second thing is about the awareness of the devil. The awareness. We cannot be deceived and think that the evil one will not try to come against us. Can I get a church here? You can't be a Christian and not think that the evil one is not finding ways to bring you down. It is good to know that. It is also good to know that also in life as a child of God, you may experience an affliction. Don't get caught up in just saying that it is all about prosperity. Because the prosperity promise has already been established before time. But the key is that as a child of God, how, when you get there, can you, can you, can you make it? When you get to 2020, can you make it? So Apostle Paul highlighted two things that I want to just speak on briefly. In verses 5 or verses 6 he says Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. But before then let's go back to verses 5. I want to make sure I emphasize on this. He says likewise you younger people submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another. And be clothed in humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God gives. I wish I had a church. Maybe I'm the only one that understands what God is saying here. When the Bible says that God gives you something, it means that whatever He's giving you, it is not expiring. It is meant to keep you. It is meant to sustain you. It is meant to keep you going. It is meant to do all things that he has purpose. He said nothing comes out of his mouth and goes out void. But everything that comes out of his mouth, it goes out to accomplish his purpose. So I came to announce to you, God gives. And he did not just give just any ordinary thing. The Bible said he gives what? Grace. He gives what? Grace. So, what God is giving us, we need to understand how we can be able to handle this grace or add this grace in our everyday life. Say, so tell your neighbor, add it, add it, add it. Yeah, 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 yeah. If the food does not taste good, add salt. But I can't don't tell them the salt one. Tell them, add grace. God gives. So what we are praying that when you get there in 2020, know that God has given you grace. He said he resists the proud, but he gives grace. You are preaching my message for me. He gives grace to the humble. It means that what has to come for the grace to be fulfilled? It's your humility. Are you humble enough? Can you be humble when you get to 2020? Can you live a life of humility in 2020? God bless you, man of God. Just some people are just saying yes. Some people are just still trying to figure out (laughs) if they have humility or if they don't even have humility. Where do they start in the first place? Or where do they start? But the condition of this grace depends on your ability to be humble. Humility is the component of living a life of total obedience in the word of God. Can I repeat that? Humility is a component of life of living a life of total obedience in the word of God. You see, if you are humble, you take God by his word. Can I say that again? If you are humble, let me show you how you can check if you are humble or not humble. Because the only, <laughs> oh Lord. You see, if you are humble, then you know that it's no longer your strength. That is the thing. Many of the times the reason why grace is blocked, or we don't see the evidence of God's grace in our life is because we are not humble enough to let go for God to handle it. Let me teach you, keep going to verse 6. Let me teach you something quickly. And I promise I'll end soon. I say, God gives. The second thing I want to talk about, and for your notes, those who are writing notes, God bless you. Amen. Amen. Oh, I love you. Amen. Amen. Oh, I said those who are writing notes, say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) The second thing I want you to keep in mind is what I'm going to talk about very soon. Verses 6, it says, Humble yourself under um, under the mighty hand of God, and he may what? Exalt you in what? You see, when you are humble, you are not rushing. When you are humble, you are just purely waiting on God's time. Humility is what will get you to the place of God's secret. If you are humble, God directs your path. If you are humble, God shows up when nobody will show up for you. When you are humble, God knows because of your humility, I get to come and stand in for you. The problem at your job, you try to fight your boss on your own. You try to fight your colleagues on your own because you think that you are right. But humility says, my God is right. I am once a sinner saved by grace. So the battle is not my battle. But it belongs to what? My God. So the way I live my life is to walk under the total obedience of God. Just as his word has said. We fight everything. If you think the fight is going to bring the promise or for you to really see the fullness of the promise, then there's a problem somewhere. Because the Bible has to stand true. To all things, that he gives grace to the humble. But keep going. Verse 7. Verse 7. Okay. Casting all your care unto him, for he cares for what? You. Now, he didn't just say, cast some of your cares, all of your cares. So, one of what I'm talking about, when you get there, remember that God will give you grace. But also, when you get there, remember that God cares. I wish I had people that understood. When you get there, remember that God cares. It is necessary to know that God cares. But he says that, cast all your what? Care. The casting... In the, in, 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 the, in the original definition of it Is to throw all onto something So you are throwing all The things that you I, 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 I call it care You are throwing it all onto Jesus You are not keeping any by yourself You are throwing everything to him Are you willing to throw everything Everything to his hand because the person may be cheating against you or doing something wrong against you. You feel like you have to also prove this person wrong. Can you, can you cast it to Jesus? I don't... You see, God is teaching me here that Kwame, don't try to build a church that you can say that this is your own church. No, 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 no. We are building Christian life. You have to be practical about living the truth of Jesus. Cast it to Jesus. And he says, cast what? Now, these two words are very different in his definition. The first care here reveals the place of anxiety. The place of affliction. So all your affliction, all your burden, the things that easily takes God's word away from you—you <laughs> you are not hearing me here. Go to the Gospel of Mark, chapter four, verses nineteen. Are we there yet? This was when Jesus Christ was trying to explain about the parable of the sower. And he talked about the seed that fell upon the the, the grass and it was not able to any germinate roots. And the Bible says, And the curse of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the loss of other things entering in shook the word. And it became unfruitful. So whatever has been choking the word from you but even when you come to church, your mind is everywhere. Can I preach that? When you come to church, your mind is still thinking about the bills that is yet to be paid. Your mind is still thinking about what the person that you live with did to you before you came here. Your mind is everywhere, but God says, cast all those cares upon him. Cast it. Because you can't allow anything to keep choking the word of God in you. Because you got to be fruitful. But you need the word of God to be fruitful. When you get there, remember that God cares. And you got to cast all those cares, all those things that have been choking you, cast it to Jesus. The joy of knowing that I'm casting it to Jesus. It's no longer mine, but it's his. The Bible says in Psalm 37, verses 24 to 25, it says that though he falls, though he falls, he's talking about the righteous here. He will not be overwhelmed, for the Lord is holding his hand. I once was young, and now I'm old. This is David speaking. Yet I've never seen the righteous abandoned. Or their children begging for what? Bread. When you get there, cast your bread into him. When you get to 2020, cast it all to him. Because he cares. Some people will tell you they care. But then when you go to them, they don't show up. How can I get a witness here? Maybe he was so righteous. But I know how man can deceive us. I know how man can promise and never show up. But when you get there, remember that God cares. He has not brought you this far to leave you or abandon you. But remember, when you get there, God cares. But you have to know how to live this life. And when you face the challenges, verses 8 says: be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a rolling lion. Seeking whom he may devour. Resist him. steadfast in the faith. Know that the same suffering are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after you have suffered... How do you live the truth of when you get there? That God cares. That God gives you grace. Be sober. Tell your neighbor, be sober. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how to define sober to you. But for those who have ever been drugged before, been there done it before say it by grace please i want to tell you say it by grace yeah 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 i know how sometimes after that after that that that, that drink your your footsteps changes uh, that you, you when you are walking you can't just walk normal because if you try to walk normal you may become unbalanced yeah. So the only way you can remain balanced is if you are what? Sober. So what am I saying here? You see, what God is saying here is that for you to be able to resist the evil one, you got to be sober. Meaning that you can't just have one leg in, one leg out. It ain't working. Because God wants you to be sober. He wants you to be balanced. So stop trying to say today, I'm worshiping God. And the next time, you find yourself doing all sort of things. If you are worshiping the true God, worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Uh, true statement. Said it. Not me. In the word. Oh, tell your neighbor, he said it. But it's not him. It is the word of God. Yeah. So if you are mad at me, it's okay. (laughs) But be sober. We are living in time, the reason why Christians are not experiencing, I talked about this was an exhortation about the fullness of how we live in grace. And the reason why we are not seeing the grace of God or seeing how to live the love of grace is because we don't know how to be sober in the truth of God's word. Today we, we know this word, it fits me. So I take the word. And the one that doesn't fit me, I leave it somewhere. The the pastor said something I didn't like. So today I'm upset. I'm staying home today until he calls me. May the Lord have mercy upon us. (laughs) Hallelujah. I don't like the way my sister was looking at me. So (laughs) I I stopped even worshiping, I stopped singing. Yeah? Uh, uh. The truth is the truth. You are meant to overcome, but you got to be sober. Tell your neighbor, you got to be. Ah, God bless you. The second thing he says that you have to be what? Vigilant. Means that be watchful. Be awake. Simply meaning be prayerful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be a Christian that you don't know how to pray, but learn how to exercise prayer. In season and out of season. You don't need to just wait on a certain time before you pray. But even whilst you are walking around in your room, you should learn how to pray to God. The third thing he says what? Resist him. It means that God has given us a certain measure of grace that we can resist the enemy. The enemy cannot overrule us, but we overrule the enemy. I'm preaching Jesus Christ here. Resist the enemy. Don't conform to the face of this world, but renew your mind. Resist. And lastly, he said, be steadfast in the faith. Be steadfast in the faith. My brothers and sisters, I'll leave you with these three points. The the, the believer or the child of God will always be exposed to experience some measure of suffering or uncertainty. But when it does, humble yourself. When you go through your challenges, your difficulties, humble yourself. <laughs> this may be a different method that most people have used in their life. Humble yourself when you are going through your trials and your tribulations. Tell it neighbor, humble yourself. humble yourself. The second point, there is an end to your suffering to those who what? believe. He says, after you have suffered a while, it means that there is an end. To every affliction, to every pain, to every suffering, there is an end. You didn't give glory to Jesus. Say, there is an end. There is an end. So no matter what happened in 2020, know that there is an end. There is an end. The third point that I want you to keep in mind of That you are more than equipped to prevail In your suffering Or in your position of uncertainty Because you have Because God has given you grace And because God cares You are able to prevail Because God has given you grace The God of all grace Hallelujah I say hallelujah As our end and we are fast approaching 2020. And in 2020, I believe the Lord will indeed bless this house. Amen. I believe the Lord will do greater exploits in our lives. Amen. I believe the Lord will do mighty things Amen. that our eyes have not yet seen, our ears have not even heard, Amen. our mind can even con- con- conceive. Amen. I believe it. Amen. But in the midst of the journey, when you face the uncertainty in 2020, when you get there in the midst of your suffering and the uncertainties, remember to remain humble. Under the mighty hand of God. If there is any message to end this year, my brothers and sisters, remain humble to God. To the battles that are our battle. He said, God will give you grace. Grace to enable you to overcome. But in all, remember to cast all your cares, your anxieties to him. Remember to cast all things, your suffering. is only for a while. Jesus at the end will make you perfect. Will establish you. Will strengthen you. And will settle you. As we go into 2020, know when we get there, many are the promises of the Lord. And it shall surely come to pass. But when you get there, and the evil one comes against you, remember that it takes humility. Remember that the grace of God is able to save. The grace of God is sufficient. When we get there, remember that God cares. Cares for you. May the Lord keep us. May the Lord remind us day after day of concerning his grace. May the Lord remind us concerning that he cares for you. When no one is able to wipe away your tears, remember that God wipes away the tears. He will never abandon you. No matter how tough it may be, remember that God cares. I don't know about you, But knowing that God cares about me is all that I need to put my assurance in. Because he never forsakes his only son, Jesus. So God will not forsake me. God will not forsake you. May you rise on your feet this very moment. In Jesus' name.